Praise the Lord, everybody. Got my million things up here. I'm going to be reading from 2 Kings um, chapter 5 today. If I were going to title this, please don't put a title up there. This is only a 10-minute message. It's, uh, I would say, I would title it, I Went Anyways. The background information for this, this text, um, it's talking about Naaman, and Naaman was a commander of a Syrian army, and he had leprosy. And uh, one of their slaves that they had captured during a raid or a siege, whatever you want to call it, um, told Naaman, she said, it was a woman, she said, we, there's a prophet in Samaria that can heal you of your leprosy. And so that's where I'm going to start. I'm reading in CEV. It says, when the king of Israel read the letter, because the king of Naaman sent a letter to the king of Israel. It said, he tore his clothes in fear and shouted, that Syrian king believes I can cure this man of leprosy. Does he think I'm God with power over life and death? He must be trying to pick a fight with me. As soon as Elisha, the prophet, heard what had happened, he went, he sent the Israelite king this message. Why are you so afraid? Send the man to me so that he will know there is a prophet in Israel. Naaman left with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house. Elijah sent someone outside to say to him, go wash seven times in the Jordan River, then you'll be completely cured. But Naaman stormed off, grumbling, why couldn't he come out and talk to me? I thought for sure he would stand in front of me and pray to the Lord, his God, and then wave his hand over my skin and cure me. What about the Abana or the Farpar River? Those rivers in Damascus are just as good as any river in Israel. I could have washed in them and been cured. His servants went over him and said, Sir, if the prophet had told you to do something difficult, you would have done it. So why don't you do what he said? Go wash and be cured. Naaman walked down to the Jordan. He waded into the water and stooped down in it seven times, just as Elijah had told, had told him. At once he was cured, and his skin became as smooth as a child's. I went anyways. Praise the Lord. I have, um, DJ and I, we, we work the same place, and we've been reaching out to someone that we work with, and I w we were talking to her one night, and she was, she has a church affiliation that she goes to, and something she said that just struck a chord with me, she said, I just need to feel his spirit. You know, the church that she goes to, they don't really do a lot of music, and, and she knows what it's lacking, She's very aware. She said, I just need to feel his spirit. You know, there are people that go to church on Wednesday and Sundays just like us, but they're trapped by religion without the freedom to worship and cry at an altar like we do. They crave Jesus. And we come to church. And Jesus is always here. Praise the Lord. And we have the audacity to not go to the altar. <laughs> Out of complacency or weariness? What, is, what does this have to do with the passage? It has to do with this. Naaman questioned the man of God and questioned his own ability to be healed because the man of God's directions were not what he was expecting. Let me phrase that differently. Naaman didn't want to go to the place of healing because he thought that the man of God should have gone about things a different way. He chose, he was going to choose complaining over healing. Oh, the rivers in Damascus are just as good as any river. He should have waved his hand and healed me. Why didn't he talk to me? Parallels? Well, service just wasn't hype enough, so I don't think I'm going to go to the altar. I probably won't receive my miracle anyways. 
The spirit just wasn't moving enough for me to go to the altar. Pastor wasn't standing on his head today. There weren't any amens or praise the Lord, so the speaker just must have missed the mark. Service just wasn't what I was expecting, so I'm going to stay in the pew. I just got to tell you something. You have to go to the altar. You always have to go. Because even when pastor forgets to talk to you because he's a human, Jesus is still here. You know, pastor's the shepherd, but like I said, he's a human. And if your relationship with God is, or your ability to receive healing, it should not suffer because you think that pastor should have done something differently. That's an excuse. He's the pastor. We're the sheep. And Jesus is here, and he's right here at this altar. And you could be meeting him today. Well... That's not what I was expecting. It was what Jesus was expecting. And he has a special spot right up front for you. You have to come to the altar like, like Naaman went to the river. Because even though, you know, even though he thought things should have gone differently, he was obedient to the man of God. And he received his healing because of it. So I reiterate, I went anyways. Even though I was tired, even though service wasn't what I was expecting, even though I was weary. You know, if you need stability today, you need an altar. These, these people that you see at the altar every single service, I guarantee, I know that they probably have more stability than I do. I mean, there is something so special and precious about being in one mind, in one accord. Not only that, but you, you want the altar. I'm telling you that today. If, if the altar is something that's overwhelming for you, you, you want this. If you haven't received the Holy Ghost yet, once you have it, you'll crave time at this altar. So don't miss out on your blessing because you're worried about something that isn't your responsibility. Don't miss out on that. Just come and think about you in your own life. So I encourage you, just come anyways. Come anyways. You know, 2 Kings in, in chapter 10, it talks about, it talks about Jehu and him and his, his men are waiting outside this temple um, of Baal and once everyone finishes worshiping, they go in and they, they, they kill all the worshipers and they pull out the, the image of Baal and they burn it up. And the Bible says, I was reading in CEV, the Bible says this, it says, to this day, that place of idolatry is nothing but a public toilet. Stop investing in the things of this world. The Bible says that the devil is beneath our feet. But, and, and the Bible says that the things of Baal, they became nothing but a toilet. But our God, he, there is no one higher than him. He is worth investing in. The Lord, he demands praise. He's not a place for a public toilet. The Bible says that when we don't praise, that the rocks will cry out because he demands to be praised. He must be exalted. Pour your heart into Jesus today. I mean, he'll heal any brokenness, any bitterness, any addiction. He'll heal fear, depression, anxiety, because he, he's just the Lord of lords. That's like nothing to him. He's the king of kings. Because the grass withers and the flower fadeth, but the word of our God, it'll stand forever. It'll stand the test of time. So come anyways today. Come anyways.